Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Have you ever had a period of your life where you were doing really well, just killing it by all objective standards and metrics, but you still felt like a failure or anxious or like an imposter and that you were going to be discovered for not really knowing as much as you should know or doing as well as you should do? If you have, you could be suffering from imposter syndrome. I suffered from this a few years ago in my career and it was so typical, right? Like I was getting great reviews at work uh, doing great as far as my family was concerned and nothing anyone could tell me about my performance could get me off of that nagging anxiety and feeling like a phony and like I was going to be discovered and it didn't really affect my work either like I would still turn in assignments on time and deliver high quality work but there was still this crazy kind of psychological distress where I just didn't feel like I was enough. And a lot of people, especially I would say not even, especially highly educated people who've performed really well in the past, suffer from this at some point in their career. Some people very early and throughout their career. So what I'm going to do today is perhaps one of my more ambitious attempts um, I'm going to try to share with you how I got through and solved my imposter syndrome in the remaining three and a half, four minutes we have together. Now, the challenge with imposter syndrome is no one can actually convince you that you're not an imposter. Every time someone tries to do it, and I had great friends and my wife and coworkers, you always come up with an excuse to rationalize it away. And the really stubborn thing is you can't even convince yourself you're not an imposter. You begin this losing argument with yourself where the self that believes that you can't do it or that you're an imposter always has a better argument, always gets the last word as far as the thoughts in your head. So how do you defeat the enemy that's inside you, right? External people aren't going to help and internally uh, it's a very fearsome sort of opponent. So how do you do that? Well, I'm holding here a piece of paper <laughs> that was kind of the beginning of this and I was able to do it in three steps. And the fundamental principle is by arguing with myself, I was only making the feeling stronger. So what I needed to do was actually do the opposite and in a way agree with myself. So I wrote an article on this. I'll share the link with the steps. There's some more details, but I'll just go over at a high, high level the details here. So step one, it's called pull up a chair for the imposter. So I wrote at the top of the piece of paper, you are an imposter or I'm an imposter. And then I went stream of consciousness and wrote down every thought that came about why I think I'm an imposter, agreeing with that feeling or deep sentiment that I had inside. Now, just go ahead and scribble down if you want to try this and don't edit. 
Don't rationalize, don't argue. When the thought comes, it's just like free writing. Just write it down and let those thoughts flow. And there's something great about writing down thoughts. When you write down thoughts or even speak them out loud, it releases some of their power. But we're not done yet. Step two, you have to dig a little bit deeper. So after you've written this down you know, over a few hours or over a few days, go back and review it and take a look and concentrate on reasons why you might feel and think the things that you've written down. Forget whether they're true or not. Again, don't argue with them. And now additionally, write down any beliefs, thoughts, or experiences that may be feeding your imposter syndrome. Now we get to step three. This is where the magic happens. I call it unearth the value and plan a new approach. This part you're gonna to have to do on your own where you really understand what is the value of all these feelings? What, how has it been protecting you or serving you in a way? And you really need to dig deep on this one and understand what that sort of base elemental fear or sort of thinking is that led you to the imposter syndrome. And it may not come away. You may have to do this over time and continue the process and to reread and to rewrite. But what happens, and what happened for me, is once I understood the thing that I was trying to do and what was leading to my imposter syndrome, it allowed me to not get rid of the imposter syndrome immediately, but to understand, you know what, that thing that has been driving me so hard, it's important. And let me come up with a new way, a new approach to feed it, as opposed to all these thoughts, behaviors, and feelings that I was having. And now I don't have to look at this paper anymore. I haven't looked at it in several years and the imposter syndrome has magically gone away. So something you can try if you're really having um, difficulties, of course, talk to your doctor, think about talking to professionals about it. I just wanted to share this approach and I'll share the link uh, in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say do or where, it's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. Have you ever been laid off? And if you haven't been laid off, if you've been fortunate enough to have never been laid off, you probably know people in your family or friends or even close coworkers who have been affected by layoffs or uh, as some companies like to call them, rifts, reduction in force. I wish they would just call them a layoff. I mean, it just seems uh, more honest, I guess. In any case, I remember one time we had a huge kind of town hall uh, where the partner who was in charge or the principal who was in charge of, of our office uh, was giving an announcement and kind of talking about how things were going to be changing and it was going to affect uh, people's jobs. And uh, the gentleman's name was Bruce Fow. And to his credit, at least in my opinion, he was really trying to be helpful and share uh, helpful information and be transparent about what was going on. And one thing he said during that announcement, uh, which really stuck with me and, and has stuck with me over the years, 
was after he kind of explained the reasons why things would be changing and the way things were moving, um, he said, you know, when something like this happens, you know, you can ask yourself, what can you do? How can you figure out to position yourself better if the thing that you've been doing or the thing that you've been relying on has shifted? And I've seen that happen to other people where whole industries that they worked on just disappeared and by the time that person came back to work their job no longer like literally no longer existed anymore because computers had taken it over thanks for listening can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel